From ClarkWoods.com, this is Horribly Off Topic, episode number 192. I'm when, Chris. I'm Steve. When is our when is our number four year? Number four year. Number four year, I think that's when you um, when you cut your molars. Mm. No? I mean, no. your... T- your, your... Wouldn't it be episode 208? Oh, oh, not like when you're four years old. You're saying when 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 is the podcast four years old? Yes. I think usually it, it, it it's uh you, you episode two hundred would be like the normal thing to something do. like that yeah but I'm saying like you know I think uh, I think the typical four year old has um, learned how to uh, not go in in their diapers I think they've learned to go on the potty probably long before that it's been a while since I've had a four year old I have an eight year old now and a twelve year old they've had birthdays in the last like three weeks. I, I was listening to uh, Harmontown today on the way mm. home on the train. All the great shows. I was listening to that, and uh, Steve Levy, I think he's Dan's assistant, mm-hmm. um, he told the story about how he uh, they were stuck in traffic on like the George Washington Bridge. The G-Dub. And he needed to poo. Oh, And he shit. was like 14 years old, and like his entire family was in the car in this giant van, and mm-hmm. like he, his mom gave him one of the, a plastic Marshall's bag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. And and it was dark out. It was nighttime, and mm-hmm. and he the, he he had to shit. He shit in the bag because they were stuck on the bridge. And mm-hmm. so like they went once they were able to get off the GW bridge. Um, he went to a KFC and like it was just a fucking literally a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't um, he didn't attempt to throw the shit bag. Out the window. I don't. Off, no, off no, no. I think they they carried it off. Uh, okay. And uh, from his uh, his assessment, he, mm. he I think he he said he got about approximately sixty percent of the sh- of his shit, which was diarrhea shit, ah, into okay. the bag. So the rest in in the car is what you're saying. Yeah. So yeah. okay. Two hundred eight then. Two hundred and eight. Yes, because there are fifty-two <laughs> weeks in every year, Mister Steve, um, and we do an episode every week, even if that episode comes out on Thursday of or Friday of the week. Um, we do an episode, or every if week. I have four teeth taken out of my head, <laughs> yes, and I go blah, 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 blah. here's the next clip. Yeah, we we there's always there's always an episode when when it comes to hot, right, and. Um, yeah, until so until two, there isn't. So until there isn't. We've we're, we're keep, been keeping up the streak we, for yeah for for uh, 192 192 weeks, Steve. Right. 192 weeks. We could have had. Um, That's impressive. Many, Although we did we did how many, record how many children by this point. What? How many babies could the could the podcast have had by this point? If there's 100, it's 192 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, pregnancy is what 40 weeks. I don't know. I, I've never been pregnant. Let, let's. It, that you know of. Um, uh, no, uh, so... <laughs> I've, been, I've been pregnant with a food baby. <laughs> no, so I think a pregnancy is uh, 40 weeks. Um, uh, I don't think you can get pregnant right after um, having uh, having had the, had the I child. don't think that's advisable. I either. don't think it's advisable. So let's see. 192 divided you know, by You know what 40. people love listening to? People do math on the air. There, I mean, the math podcast is 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 the number one uh, number one show in iTunes. Let me look it up. I, as far as I'm aware, four point eight okay, million, so four point eight pregnancies. Let's just shave off the eight, right? And imagine that that's the amount of time it would take 
for us for the show to get pregnant again okay. right between pregnancies so the the show could have had four babies by this point assuming that that we'd knock the show up like in episode one or if someone who's a big fan of the podcast and has been listening since episode one yeah they could have had three children in in the in the or four four they could have had four they could have had three and be about to have the fourth one right now wow yeah, it's fucking impressive. Can you imagine? I mean, can you imagine the person, the, the the couple that puts on this show every week and and makes sweet sweet love to each other, and 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 that we could honestly say that we're responsible for their entire brood of of of, of chilling. I mean, they, they were chilling, and so they had <laughs> no, children. No, no, they're 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 chillins. Uh, they're they're children. We we are responsible. Chitlins? What are you saying? <laughs> children. We are responsible for all four of their children. And then, I mean, I think from there we could map out which episodes uh, did did the trick, right? I mean, it was so probably episode... Kiki Jiki Mirror Breakers Stopping <laughs> Orifice. <laughs> they didn't even listen to that one. That one had such a great title that they just they were like, you know what? We'll listen after. And so they listened after, and um, and that's when they had twins because um, the, the 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 sperm were so excited by the sounds of your voice and my voice that they just swam up there. All of them got uh, got got two eggs for for the price of one. We know Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Remember when we thought it was a good idea to maybe try to get your students to listen to the podcast and like, like you thought it was a good idea. I have never thought it was a good idea because I am afraid of, of my students tend to like me. Right. But I'm afraid of that one student who doesn't like me, who's then going to use this as some sort of an excuse to get me fired. And I don't. I don't need that. I, I like my I, job. I just don't understand why people like would want to do something like that. I don't like. Know. I. I. I th- th- there needs to be a lot of mm. like. I need to get to a point where I'm like completely fed up with a human being to right. to to ever want them to be fired. You know. Present, present presidents. <laughs> you, hey, 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 I'm just, I'm we just know saying. Woodbury. I'm gonna start doing that when I bring up <laughs> when I bring up that shithead. <laughs> we know Steve. I, I can't, I can't do your last name because um, uh, there's too many, many syllables. syllables. Yeah, so it's just gonna be we know Steve. We, I, I know me too. <laughs> How well do you know you, Steve? Do you, yeah. When was the last time you, uh, I'm going to use some air quotes here, knew yourself? I don't remember. Oh, okay. It's been, it's, been, it's been at least a week for me. Yeah, since, since that I, new pay site. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, 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 a, it's a remarkably effective um, uh, uh, stimulation tool. Well, yeah, because you're like, I'm paying for this, I better use it. That, <laughs> that doesn't help me go to the fucking gym. <laughs> it doesn't? No. no, it never helped me go to the gym either. Well, no, I I went to the gym pretty faithfully during that like year that I had a membership. And I you just... were like, yeah. What is that? Faithfully. Oh yes, I went. I I did go faithfully, faithfully, faithfully. Whatever happened between those guys? I was listening to somebody talk about it the other day. What guys? Between Steve Perry and the rest of the band. So like when they got inaugurated into the 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 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Steve Perry got inaugurated with them. Um, 
But when they played, they did not play with Steve Perry. They played with uh, with their fucking guy, uh, the the guy from um, Asia, not not the band Asia, but from the the continent of Asia, uh, who is their current lead singer. And so somebody was saying within the last week or so that um, within earshot of me that there are some. I think Steve Perry can't hit the high notes anymore. But he left the band long, long before he stopped being able to hit the high notes, right? I mean, that's the impression that I get. All right, so tomorrow, or yeah. not tomorrow, tomorrow, T- tomorrow uh, well, is. I know the tomorrow was probably when people. Tomorrow. Okay, we we'll love you. No. Tomorrow. Wednesday, the 4th. Mm-hmm. Uh, my work is having a little like like music for melanoma thing because we we make oh, okay. we make a uh, shit that'll give it away. <laughs> <laughs> There's so they they just are supporting uh, skin cancer research. Yeah. Okay. And uh, we're having the Dropkick Murphys, <sighs> who are not the same band as the Mighty Mighty Boss. I Jones. know, but like <laughs> that. See that that time like like people like that I knew mm. that were in, interested in ska yeah. were also in, interested in the Boston's. Right. Yeah. And then, but, and then later the, 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 the Murphy's shipped I mean, up to Boston. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the fucking, yeah, they were, I, the, people that were ska that were also into Dropkick Murphy's. That, that, oh, okay. that was my mistake right, in right. saying mm-hmm. things. Uh, yeah. So, so I always associate those two bands. Oh, those two and bands? I think, um, uh, the Boston's are from Boston, aren't they? I think so. Okay, yeah. so yeah, so they're so. both Boston bands. Only yeah. one, <laughs> only one of them sings about Boston constantly. Yes, only one. But you know, there there, there can be only one. Pylander. Yeah, that was the that was the tagline in my um, in my Easter video this year. Um, we were doing um, well every so every year for uh, for um, you run around and chop people's heads off with a sword. <laughs> Yes. No, um, every year for like the last 10, no, not 10 years, like seven or eight years, um, we've uh, run around and shot video of the kids uh, Easter egg hunting um, and then used Apple's iMovie to piece together a, um, a trailer. So the iMovie movie trailers feature has built-in soundtracks. It basically gives you a shot list. You just slip in you know does whatever. it use that that stupid fucking sound effect that's in every movie trailer um it's the, the what <laughs> i think that is in some of them but i i don't know if it was in this year's at any rate you're just zooming in on egg it's like <laughs> <laughs> the um uh two of the kids um my my older daughter kaylee who's just turned 12 and um my cousin crystal's oldest dylan who turn who's gonna turn 13 later this year holy shit this was kind of their uh well kaylee their I, their egg kind of song their, is their, what you're saying their 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 uh their egg swan yeah egg swan <laughs> um uh and and so um my when you hear typey type type that means chris is writing that one down (laughs) um my cousin david we were we were getting close to the end um i gotten all the footage i needed but david 
who who likes to uh, every year that he's been there has liked to chime in and, and be part of the the process if he can. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, and so he gets. Uh, there's one egg left um, on the ground and he gets Kaylee to line up uh, in one direction and um, Dylan to line up in the other direction and he's directing them. This is the only like plotted scene of the entire thing. And he tells them that they're going to run for the egg. Dylan's going to get there first, but Kaylee's going to tackle him. And both kids are kind of like, what? They don't, they're, I mean, neither, neither one of them is particularly uh, athletically inclined. I mean, they're not, uh, they're not complete klutzes like me, but... Um, but they, they kind of get the direction and so then we film it and it's hilarious and that's the end of the video. Um, and so when I was piecing the whole video together, they've got, uh, you know, little templates where you can fill in the text and I said, in the end, there can be only one. Yes. <laughs> um, it's usually when some fucking spaceship is flying overhead. Yes, yes, yes. Have you, speaking of spaceships, have you seen any of the, um... Uh, commercials for Infinity War. Not the trailers have been out for a while, but now all the commercials are coming out. Well, commercials tend to—you'd have to watch like a regular television program for. They don't play them on Hulu or anything. Like they, they don't they, do movie trailers. They haven't. Okay. I think I think you can seek them out, but I yeah. think it's the full trailer, not like okay. a. A, what is it? Thirty second nugget. Yeah, I mean, I, I because I pay for the Hulu with no commercials. I don't ever see anything on Hulu. But, I mean, I, we um, we've been we've been waiting forever for that fucking uh, Claritin ad with the the adorable Beagle puppy. Oh, but that now one I haven't has, found it again. That one doesn't come back. Mm. You should just go look on YouTube. It's probably up there. No, I mean, we can find puppy videos pretty easily, but like having something like that in between, like, you know, when, when, you, when you're expecting something shitty mm-hmm. in an advertising or right. advertisement and then you get this adorable puppy, it's right. a bonus. And you're like, hey, you know what? If, if aren't I. Aren't they supposed to know everything about us, Steve? I mean, aren't we at the point where they should know? That if they want to sell something to you and Becky, that they need to put an adorable puppy in it. They, sh- they, you're They're, like fucking Amazon things probably out there listening to you. I mean, they must hear you go, oh, when the puppy comes on. Doesn't Amazon know to send that over to Google for a few hundred bucks? And then Google sends the ad over to Hulu and says, hey, everything you want to sell these guys, puppy. Just just sit, sit and watch television for a little bit, Chris, and mm-hmm. then realize that almost every ad has a dog in it. <laughs> But is it? A it's cute not dog? just. Yeah, no, it's usually fucking ugly ass dogs. They're like, "Hey, what's that fucking thing over there? It kind of looks like a dog. Let's put it in this yeah, ad." Yeah, people love fucking like demented, like 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 chihuahuas, like um, what's his butt? The guy who directed The Fly, uh, Jeff Goldblum. No, he was in it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who did direct the fly. Let me let, me, let you, 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 what, what what's the point you're trying to make there? It's just Steve? like I some will... sort of like abomination of, of humanity or mm. dog manity. Doug Manity. Eric Stoltz and Daphne Zuniga were in the fly too. I didn't fucking want to know that. <laughs> David Cronenberg. There we go. Cronenberg. David Cronenberg. Like some mess of a Cronenberg monster of a dog. Yeah. Um. Okay, yes, I, I see that. Well, maybe that's just the ads that you see. Steve, no, we, do you ever think about that? You ever think that I don't see No, I mean, when puppies? we're watching regular TV, which mm-hmm. is not very often, but what yeah. we do, yep. uh, almost every ad has a dog in it. Okay. Just, just, every, this is every, an experiment for you kids out there. Every ad I've managed to actually notice 
in the last few weeks when I, I, I don't watch TV with commercials in it very often has been an Infinity War ad, which is why I asked the question. Like the other day I was sitting... Is there a the, dog in that movie, you think? Hmm, that's a good question. Um... I don't think there are any uh, any dogs in the Marvel Cinematic Universe who are sort of uh, canonical. Um, they it's, shot the fucking dog in The Incredible Hulk. Was Underdog um, in the... Uh... I don't think so. Okay, that was just a... Yeah, uh... No, I mean... Oh, no, fucking... Uh, fucking... Maybe. Shit dog. Here's who could be in the, in the movie. As Shit a dog. dog. As a dog. Fucking Cosmo. The fucking dog from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Now, there's clips... Like in in the trailers and shit that look like they're going back to um, uh, nowhere, which is the the um, space station that's inside the the giant alien head that's floating there that they went to in the first Guardians movie. Okay. And if you remember, at the uh, end of that, we saw before we saw Howard the Duck say, "Why do you let him lick you like that?" We saw the dog licking the collector's face. Now there is a maybe dog. that dog. Is gonna be in this fucking movie. Let's hope. Let's hope. That's who I'm really waiting for. Everyone's like, "Where's Hawkeye? Where's Ant Man?" I want to know where the fucking dog is. That's what I want to know. Ant Man should be in there. He's just oh. really tiny. Yeah, he's a little guy. He's just really tiny. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, anyway, there, why did I ask you about the Infinity War thing? Thingy? Because you're, um, you're obsessed. I am obsessed. But no, there was a, there was something. It was a transitional thing about something that was in the trailer having to do with what you were talking about, and I don't remember. Anything. I don't remember what I was talking. about. I don't about. remember what you were talking about either. Oh, spaceships. Oh yeah. Spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> there is a trailer or like a TV commercial out there right now where. Um, uh, the Guardians are approaching something. Um, you don't see what, and uh, Star Lord says to teen, teenage Groot, um, who's playing on some sort of tablet. He says, "You know, Groot, put that thing away. I don't want to have to ask you again." And Groot says, "I am Groot," and all of them go language. It's way funnier uh, when it's the actual. It's just like movie an ad. Not- oh, it's it's part of the movie. It's part of the movie. Oh, I thought it was like th- this was an ad for like Groot wanted to stop at like Space Wendy's or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> what do they serve at Space Wendy's? Steve? I don't know. <laughs> Frosties. Do they have Shamrock shakes at Space Friendlies? They don't have fucking Shamrock shakes at Wendy's. Oh, I just said Space Friendlies. I just screwed that up doubly. I can't even. Oh, there were some words. I thought I was just going to go for a second. <laughs> you, you were? I thought that was it. I thought that I had no language left. I thought I was just going to start doing that instead of I am Groot. It was just going to be like that. No. What I if I just I, did a whole episode as Groot? I don't want that at all. No? No. I'm Groot? Chris, I will. (laughs) There are things that are near me that you could that I could easily chuck at your face. There are, yes. Um, I'm trying to think which of them I would mind having chucked at my head the least. You you could be like you could be like Thanos and chuck a planet at my head. Actually, I think he chucks a moon at their heads. Okay, well, I'm in the the trailer. It's just a it's just a globe. It's not an actual planet. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a representation of the planet Earth, but yes, which which I mean, it's it's a crude representation because we all know the Earth is flat, and this is. 
Yeah, I mean, so, anybody that's ever flown in a in a in an airplane or a rocket, any like mm-hmm. across the world, I mean, it it doesn't yeah. make sense that you know things are round because yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you know, I mean, at a certain point when you're flying in the plane, it goes like this, and then yeah, <laughs> immediately no, that, up. That's why, like, when you fly to India or something like that, mm. you, your plane just magically goes upside down. It does. I mean, you know, it's, but it does like a loop. It's usually when you're when you're asleep on the plane, you don't notice it. Okay. Yeah. Like when everybody, including the pilots, are asleep on the plane. I don't want no motherfucking sleep on my motherfucking plane. No, wait. Snakes is what he didn't want on the plane. I know, but maybe he. Maybe maybe the sequel is about sleep. Maybe it's a Sandman crossover. Uh-huh. Sandman, like the the Mister Mar- Sandman. This, the the Marvel villain. Sandman. Oh no no! I was thinking of uh, uh of Sand. That's um. Uh, I was thinking of a Sandman, the um, the fucking DC Comics guy. Oh, not not Sandman, the 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 guy that's supposed to sprinkle like magic yeah. dust on your face so you can go to sleep. Well, I think he's related I to the DC one. The, the DC one, I think, is related. His his real name is Dream, as I recall. What? This is I, why I, I fucking I, hate DC Comics. <laughs> Well, this is this is Neil Gaiman's masterpiece. Oh, it is. It's it's, it's the Sandman. It's the Sandman, um, and uh, apparently I'm supposed to love it. I've been told many times over the years that I'm supposed to love the Sandman. Um, but here's the thing about me: I like comic books. I like comic books a lot. I hate shitty art in comic books, and the Sandman is the epitome of shitty art. I don't care how fucking good Neil Gaiman's scripts are. I tr- I read the whole first volume and I was just like, nope, can't do it. The art is fucking terrible. It was terrible back when it came out, which is why I never read it back then. And I had friends tell me, y'all, in the, in the interim, they've said, you got to read The Sandman, Chris. This is right up your alley. I thought you were going to be like, you were, you were trying to urban it up there. And you, Yo, Chris, you got to read This Sandman. Yo, Chris, you got to read This Sandman shit, dog. See, see like I didn't no. actually want you to do that. <laughs> I am Groot. I am I am Groot. Why do you need to do everything that I don't, I don't want you to do? <laughs> no, so I I Do you tried. want us to make it to 208? <laughs> Have you ever you've never read The Sandman? No. Okay. Yeah, don't. It's it's uh I I I'm sure it's great. Like I could tell writing-wise that yes, it would be right up my alley. But I and I know I had friends um over the years, especially in the early aughts, where like it seemed like comics were rebelling against the the 90s and the way the 90s were all about the art there got to be a point in the early aughts where it was all about the writing and the art sucked and there were friends of mine who like embraced that and they loved it. I'm like no it the fucking medium is about the two things combined I don't go and see a movie that's shot fucking shittily um, even though it has a great script like that's just, I don't know a comic book is art and story combined. If you can't get both of them to be good, then fuck you. Just like a I'm bo- not spending three to four dollars on your goddamn overpriced piece of shit. Just like a regular book is words and paper combined, or words. Uh, I mean, yeah, don't discriminate against audiobooks, Steve. But that's 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 words and 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 and. But uh, I like the, and, you 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 use the words audio. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm sorry. I just, a, a book, a book is typically a book is a, yes, made of paper made and of has paper. the words in it, as opposed to audio, which is what we're doing right now. Yes. 
Have you recorded your audiobook yet? I haven't. For Missing Mr. Wingfield? I have not recorded my audiobook for Missing Mr. Wingfield, which, psst, Steve, I gotta tell you a secret. Is it on sale still? Um, well, so this is, we're recording this on Monday. Ooh. And on Tuesday, I am, I am trying something out. Uh, my book has been part of the, the uh, it's, it's been Amazon exclusive for the last four or five months. And the, uh, when I did this, the first three months of that, I did it so that I could have like a five day period where it went on sale around Christmas time and that didn't do anything, uh, really. Um, tomorrow, it's going to be free for one day on Kindle. On Kindle. On Kindle. So if you have a Kindle yes. and you haven't already purchased the book, you can get it for freezies. And if you have already purchased the book and you have an Amazon account at all, you can you also can go get it. And that means that if, when you leave your review for me, even, mm. if, even, if, even if you bought it anywhere, it's going to show up as a verified purchase. Because, because you, bought, you got it for free you, on on. That's right, On free kiddos. day. So hopefully people will listen to this tomorrow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and not a week from tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no. So I have not done the audio book. Um, I want to do... I want to do the audio for all of them. Well, at least for... At least for Wingfield and um, the, uh, the, the other book of short stories that I did. Not other. The book of short stories. Can I, I read one books. chapter? You gonna read one chapter of? Uh, <laughs> just what, somewhere. You read one of the uh, one of the letters from the uh, from the teenage girl that happened. No, we don't want to do that. No, I'll do that. <laughs> um, I'm not putting a voice on though. I'm just gonna okay. be me. Yeah. No, no. You, uh, uh, I wonder what chapter. What chapter should Steve? Hey, if you've read the book, send us an email, hot at clarkwoods.com, and say uh, which chapter Steve should I read in the audio book? And it'll be like it'll be like when you're when you're listening to uh, Robert Jordan books. Mm -hmm. Uh, It'll be entirely not the same because usually when they would switch the people that were reading, Mm. it it was uh, depending on whose perspective it was from. Mm -hmm. And so if it was from the perspective of a female character, it would be the woman speaking in Ah, from the. perspective of a male character would be the male i had i had a i had i mean maybe we talked about this on the show way back when but i had very ambitious plans for the audiobook i wanted to do um you wanted to get voice actors i did i want to do a full cast audiobook which i think speaking of neil gaiman i think neil gaiman has done that on um on some of his um i just couldn't figure out the logistics of of all of that i just and then, then I ran out of ran out of fucking time. But this month, I have to put together uh, for my patrons. I have to put together a book of poetry. I have promised for National Poetry Month, I'm going to put together a book. Is of poetry. is that March or was it April? April. April's natural. N- natural. <laughs> it's natural poetry it's month. It's natural poetry month. You have it has to be completely natural, <laughs> like from the earth. <laughs> it's right. Uh, single single source, single source poetry. I don't know. Does that mean like the words fall out of your mouth and yeah, they fall face? out of somewhere, Steve? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say where. I mean, good poets, it falls out of their mouth. Bad poets like me, different orifice. It just orifice. falls out of your dick. Yeah. Do you like just like you know? Probably a couple you, that have fallen out of my. Dick. I'm gonna I get. Was, I was implying that they fall out of my ass. Oh, okay. Um, do you go to your uh, your? I'm gonna get dirty for for a change here. Okay. <laughs> Uh, do you go to your pay pay site and then you jizz onto a piece of paper and like whatever words it kind of looks like you'll be like that's the poem. I haven't done that yet, but now that you mention it, I think that's a pretty good idea. You'll make a splash. 
<laughs> now, what if I... Okay, so, all right. I was watching this excellent video by this guy, Austin Cleon, uh, Cleon, uh, who wrote... Cleon! The book, um, wrote the book, uh, Steal Like an Artist and Show Your Work. He uh, And he also does these um, newspaper blackout poems where he takes a newspaper... He highlights, or sort of, not highlights, but he draws boxes around the words he wants to use and then blacks out the rest of the newspaper article. Uh-huh. Um, and so he ends up with these with I'm not bored, I'm just tired. Art poems. <laughs> um, and so if I took your idea, right, I took your idea of going to my pay site and, and, and uh, jerking off instead of onto a piece of paper. You get onto the dictionary. Onto a... There's that too. I wouldn't even need the pay site. I could jerk off to a dictionary. Why is the page that has the word breast sticking together? <laughs> no, what I was, I was saying, if I got a newspaper article and I, I jizzed onto the newspaper article and then made a poem out of wherever there wasn't jizz, uh, whatever words <laughs> were not really covered. a really long poem. Well, okay, so maybe it'd have to be a clipping. So I'd just take like one small article from like section A4 or whatever. Yeah, maybe like from the art section. So it'll be more arty. Okay, yes. So take take a, a news... And so it'll be less likely to have uh, current events and news. I got, a, I got an idea, Steve. What's that? I got an idea. I'm going to go find one of the bad reviews of one of my acting performances from, from way back. Um, actually, they never give me bad reviews. They usually just give the play bad reviews. Um, uh, not, that, not that I'm trying to like toot my own that, horn here. That'll be a heck of a comeback. <laughs> so you could use that one because it isn't like you know inherently dirty. <laughs> but I like Egg Swan. I think I think Egg Swan is pretty good. Well, maybe Egg Swan will just be in the title. I mean, in the description. Um, yeah, no. So I'd find an old uh, bad review of something that I've been in, and I'd um, I'd jerk off onto that, and then just use whatever words weren't covered in the in the jizz. Yeah. Just make a poem on it. We don't have to talk about this anymore, though. You were the one that got us No, I'm just saying... We've we've driven over the the corpse of of this idea. (laughs) Of this idea. Several times. Several times, yeah, you know. Um, The the good joke was had. The good joke was... Yeah, it's it's long past. Um, Okay, so... I just want to, since since we're talking about my acting performances, I'll just throw this out there. Macton. Macton Port well no Macton's Macton Porpoises. Macton Porpoises. <laughs> <laughs> Macton Porpoises. Uh, I can't okay, I like spell porpoises. What you like that one? I like that one. <laughs> um no no no. So um I, I'm performing in something right now. There's one weekend. No, you're left not. You're fucking sitting I, in this fucking <laughs> in our spare room right now. I'm performing for this show. Well, no, it's but, not a performance, Chris. We're having a conversation. We, it's isn't it always a bit performative? These conversations. There, there's a bit of performative uh, nature. To I'm this. I am just as funny in normal conversation. Are you really? I think so. <laughs> No, I'm I'm in the middle of, of a three week run of the Mercy Seat up at the, the the Players Ring in Portsmouth, 
And uh, so you still got three chances to see it Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So give the actual dates. Uh, what are those dates? That's uh, that's uh, what the April seventh, eighth, and ninth. Seventh, eighth, and ninth. I don't know, Steve. I think Today's the, the second, si- right? No, it's the sixth, seventh, and eighth. Sorry, sixth, seventh, and eighth. Sixth, seventh, and eighth. Um, yeah. So uh, I got performances of that coming up, and we got a good review, Steve. I don't know if the review is that one. Yeah, no, uh, there. Yeah, there's only one, sometimes two reviewers who come to uh, Seacoast um, area uh, theatrical productions. So you, you're kind of guaranteed to get one uh, by this writer uh, Janae McCartan, who writes for, or I think it's the Portsmouth Herald, but it, it gets printed in all of the Seacoast area papers. Um, and then there's a guy uh, who writes uh, for a blog called Cottony Act NH. He sometimes comes, but not all the time. And well, never around newspapers. Um, well, it's just, so basically you have, uh, you have uh, the possibility that someone will stumble across a, a newspaper in, mm-hmm. in 2018. Yeah, yeah, and well, or the website. Okay. Right? And or some guy's blog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, the, the, the word gets, you know, the trouble with any sort of regional theater, I mean, it's the trouble with, with putting out books on your own too. It's the trouble with doing this podcast and getting it out beyond it's, it's all word of mouth. Yes. Um, and and no one ever talks about this show. (laughs) I don't even talk about it and I'm fucking on it. I keep on forgetting to plug it. Like when I'm like, oh yeah, like, you know, when I'm talking to people, you know, I forget to, to like... And and even if I do say that I do a podcast, I, I yeah. often neglect to tell them the the, the title of it. <laughs> you just gotta look for uh, Steve's podcast. Steve, uh, I wonder what, what what is the first? Okay, hold on, let's let's find out. Steve's podcast. I doubt it's my podcast or right, our see. podcast or um, podcast one, the Steve Austin Show. No. <laughs> Uh, so that's number one, uh, Rick Steves podcast. I didn't know he had two. a podcast too. Um, yeah. So it's either going to be Stone Cold or uh, Rick Steves. <laughs> I like Rick Steves, and Becky likes my Rick Steves impression. Oh, Although you, I, I, I only like, <laughs> I like reading things in his voice. Okay. So read. Um, uh, no, let's let's save that for another time. All right. That's what you can do. You can read a chapter of my book in Rick Steves' voice <laughs> for the 200th or 208th episode. All right. All right. The whole, a whole chapter? Well, we'll find a short one. Or you can read um, like one paragraph or something. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. I... Rick, Rick Steves is a is a, I follow Who is Rick Steves. I can't remember. I know he's that a travel. He, he was a travel guide. Oh, he's a traveling Wilbury. No, he's okay. a guy that goes to, uh, most often to Europe, and he does oh, okay. little. He he did a, he had a show on. I don't know if it's still on, but uh, mm. uh, the the re, uh, the the replays are on uh, Hulu right now. But it's okay. uh, Tim going to Europe. Uh, we I actually bought uh, Becky the uh, Ireland his his oh, guide okay. to Ireland for yeah. our honeymoon. So she's oh, been nice. uh, picking out some good places to go. Yep. There's like, one place like, to avoid. Like, I just remember that from my my brother saying. There's like one place don't go to Temple Bar. He Temple said Bar. don't go to Temple Bar because it's like a tourist trap. Yeah, okay. in Dublin, um, mm-hmm. we are definitely going to Dingle. There's <laughs> <laughs> a place called Dingle. Yes, there's a place called Dingle. Dingle. It, it's now, on the Dingle Peninsula. Okay. Now, if you go and um, you find, uh, let's say, a raspberry bush um, in the town of Dingle. 
Um, are you then eating a dingleberry? Yes. <laughs> and? <laughs> um... <laughs> There was a place uh, that I went to. It was near the Space Needle in in Seattle. Yeah, uh, and it was it was called Shishka Berries, <laughs> and it was like a shish kebab of berries, and it, and it said "Home of the Dingleberry." <laughs> so what would that, what would it? I mean, what is it? I mean, yeah, it's like a combination of shit and hair near your uh, near, near your, your taint or taint or butthole. Your you butthole, know. yeah. You know, depending on how much hair you have on your butthole right, itself. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you if your if your partner is into the dingleberries, then you don't necessarily want to do a any waxing down there because that would deprive them of of, of a treat. No one wants that. <laughs> Fucking, if you are out there listening right now and you you want to to gnaw on somebody, don't be uh, dingleberry asshole eating normative or something. <laughs> I can't believe how fucking closed minded I am. There's got to be somebody out there. Okay, let's stop. Before, yes. Before you get to the, uh, we know Clark. I'm. I'm we I'm, know I'm, Clark I'm, that you no, love no, non on the a dingle barrier too. I don't. I know. I don't know. I, I don't know that I would be an ass man if I were. Uh, if I, well, I'm not an ass man as a straight man. My 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 part my sexual partners who have been women have had asses. I'm not a particularly an ass man. So I'm just saying, if I were a gay man, I don't know that I could. You know, if I was, and I was down in that area, well, I guess, I don't know what point I'm trying to make. I was about to say if I was down in that area more, but I am down in that area uh, occasionally. Um, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm saying I'm down in the, in the groin area. Of right? men. Uh, no, of, of my sexual partner. Oh, okay. Right? Um, which is close to the asshole. I, 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 I don't know what point I'm trying to make, Steve. I'm just trying to make a point. <laughs> okay. If I were filleting a guy... Uh, and then he had some dingleberries. I don't think I'd want to go. In, I, I personally, I wouldn't want to go anywhere near them. I'm just saying. I think there might be somebody. Would out you there. try to pull them off while you're jerking his cock or whatever? If he was into that, I mean, you know. I mean, I uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, I I prefer to not have dingleberries in my in my private area. No, I do too, Steve. I do too. So I yeah, just, if like you know, someone was nice enough to get rid of them for me. Yeah, I mean, well, right, yes, you you maybe you'd love them forever. Or love them long time. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and what? <laughs> yes, and. Uh, so we got two other things on, on the list here, Steve, with about 22 minutes to go, which, you know, um, it's plenty of time, plenty of time. But I don't know which one you, got, you, want, you want to go to let's, first. Let's, let's talk about let's talk how about. I didn't do well at, at pinball this at pinball. This oh, no. So, uh, for those of you that uh, are uh, following the saga of Steve and his pinball antics, mm-hmm. uh, this this past season, which like basically ended about a month ago, okay. uh, they, they they had the finals in the end of end of March, March thirty mm-hmm. first, as a as a as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I, I I was 
probably a a little bit rusty, b mm-hmm. a little nervous, yeah, and c playing against really really good players. <laughs> it right. may not have been Bowen Karens, which I was concerned about prior to uh, yeah, to you the finals. La- mentioned him, yeah, yeah, last week. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, I was concerned about him being there, but like, you know, just because he's not there doesn't mean there aren't fucking amazing, right. like amazingly great players. And everybody that I played against did fucking fantastic where I think <laughs> we got we got T-shirts. That's uh, always good. And it's the NEPL T-shirts. And on the back, it says it only takes one ball. Which is it does it, it really which is does. a great a great yeah well not not if like you know out of four games you only had one good ball right no no I I I was taking it in the more sexual direction I think you just need one yeah and it's it's a, it's a good for pr- uh, prostate cancer awareness or something like that mm-hmm. or ball cancer ball cancer or any or, any or, type uh, of male cancers I yeah suppose. yeah you only need one ball yes and ask Tom Green. Or uh, Lance Armstrong. Yeah. Actually, does Lance Armstrong have any balls left? I don't know. I can't remember. Does he have nudicles? I don't know. Mm, that's a good question. Does uh, let, Let's see. Don't, you don't need to look at it. Hold on, hold on. Hey, Siri. Does Lance Armstrong have any balls left? <laughs> She's going to get right on the answer in that. Well, she might get on it. Since he has no balls left, she has no chance of getting pregnant if she gets right on it. I don't think she's... She didn't no, she even, didn't even listen to me. Yeah, she's, she's so like, offended by the question. She's like, we know Clark. <laughs> um, so you only need one ball. That's what it says in your shirt. Yeah, um, and so I did, I did poorly on every game that I played except for the last one, which I came in third instead of fourth. Oh, all right. So yeah, I was out in the first round. I hung... We, I mean, Leo came along and... Uh, and Provided me moral support and an occasional mm-hmm. uh, beer, yeah, to 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 drain, to soften the uh, soften the blow, get get rid of the the uh, the sorrow that was in my heart from losing. And then we played some Rock'em Sock'em robots, and I kicked his ass because his, oh. his robot was broken. <laughs> oh well, that's not fair, then, Steve. I mean, you know, don't you want to win fair and square on a, on an even sir even playing field uh, inside the the squared circle? In there, like a wrestling metaphor there about rock'em sock'em you know yeah there, there's a metaphor somewhere there 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 is a metaphor somewhere there it, it's, i'm it, not gonna i'm not gonna bother it, finding it it's though. it's like a metaphor is in there somewhere or a simile like a simile <laughs> um so you mentioned leo i think that's funny that you mentioned leo it, why is that funny? why is it funny because leo sent us an email Oh, what he did he sent us an email yeah he Steve. told me that he sent me he sent an email like what as we were going but he didn't tell me anything about what was oh about. okay well he, he had an e- should i read the email then steve sure you can read it i mean i've read it because you, right. you always send it to me yeah yeah well so it's, it's it's an email uh that's oh titled... and and just just a reminder mm. all you kids out there that are listening if you want to send us an email it's hot at clarkwoods.com that's right h-o-t at clarkwoods.com Right, not Clark at Hotwoods.com. No, or um, or at uh, Dorkwoods. I think that was the one you came up with before the show. <laughs> before the show. Yeah, uh, from Dorkwoods.com, it's horribly off dorks. Mm, um, you went mm, after I said dorks. Mm, dorks. I, I, I just I, have a feeling that... That, 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 um, uh, that one of these days you're going to suck a cock? I'm going to suck a dork's cock. That's, <laughs> I'm going to suck a dork. Um, a dork's dork. No, I can't, I can't do that. I had a conversation. All right. Let's... The four, all right. So 
I was tweeting back and forth with this person that I know. Um, we were talking about uh, um, uh, queer-related issues and, and whatever, and, and I think this person identified themselves as, as queer. And I made some remark where I was like, and maybe I closed with, and maybe I'm a little less straight than I give myself credit for. And, and they were intrigued, and we went back and forth on that, and like, you should explore that. And, I was like, I can't explore that. I'm married. I'm in a committed relationship. And they're like, well, you only need yourself. And I, I didn't know exactly what that meant. Um, but uh, I should probably ask them about it. Well, um, maybe like you could, you could find. I, I could find gay porn. And yeah, maybe. I, I guess. But I, I don't know. Would, would that, would that feel weird for you? Like, I don't know if it would feel weird. No, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. for like you know. Would you feel like you were we like because. You know, would it feel like that was cheating in a yeah, way that well, looking at straight porn isn't? isn't which would, would you no, think that's I weird? No, so. I don't yeah. think I think if I'm going to decide that looking at porn is cheating, then I got to consider it all porn. Okay, so regardless of then whether. jerk off to whatever your heart's okay. delight, Chris. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, just personally, you could buy a new a new site. I could, I could, I, I to, to take care of that other side of me that wants to see cocks getting getting sucked. By people with their cocks, hot, hot cross twinks or something. Like that. <laughs> now that's not the title, but I wish it could be. <laughs> oh, I know what I'm googling when I get home tonight. No, um... <laughs> you could Google it here, I suppose. <laughs> no, I use DuckDuckGo. I, I can DuckDuckGo that hot, hot cross twinks. Um... Uh, no, no, anyway, so, um, yeah, I was, I was intrigued by that notion that I was like, I was like, yeah, no, I, I understand where you're coming from, like, like, explore that, that, that side of yourself, but, uh, no, like, I, I'm married, and, yeah. and, and we're, we're in a, a monogamous relationship. Well, that's good, I'm, I'm glad that, that, yeah. not, not that there's anything wrong with polyamorous relationships. Yes, but at least, my like, my relationship is monogamous. Yeah, but if you're going to have a polyamorous relationship, it would probably be a good idea to have a conversation with the person that you're going to be doing that with. Yes. And Leo had an email um, that's, that, that, that has the subject line, Some Thoughts. Some Thoughts. Hey, guys. He Ooh. writes. Hey, guys. Okay, two points for this one. First, the only other thing I have seen Gates McFadden in was Taking Care of Business, <laughs> a Jim Belushi movie about the Cubs winning the World Series. She starred in that with John DeLace, Delancey, the guy who played Q, in a bit of a Star Trek reunion. Now, I... Okay, I gotta, I, I gotta look this up, Steve. Do you have anything to say about that? Because I am looking something up here. I, I, I'm not surprised that they weren't in a lot. But, like, uh, John DeLancey was in Breaking Bad. He, okay. He mm-hmm. was... Um, he was Kristen Ritter's father. Oh. Did you oh, see Breaking Bad? Um, I have seen what? Um, not, I've not seen all of it, but I've seen um, a, uh, a fair amount of it. Did you see the, the season where Jesse had like the junkie girlfriend? No. I, I, so, you know, I, I shouldn't even say I saw a fair amount of it. I saw the whole first season and I saw like a couple episodes into the second. We've talked about this before. I stopped at the one where the pregnant woman was smoking. I know. Like the the thing about Breaking Bad is that like none of the characters are are, are like wonderful and and and, and amazingly likable. I I didn't stop because of that. That just happens to be what I remember in terms of when I stopped. I just, I was like, oh, that's very interesting. 
Um, oh, I guess he is right. So I, he said uh, Star Trek Reunion, and I was like, but was that did that movie come out before or after Star Trek? And Star Trek The Next Generation started in 1987, and that movie came out in 1990. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so uh, not, not that I was doubting you, Leo, but I was doubting you. Um, all right. Let's well, so they, I mean, the series was still on at that point. Right. So they must have did it on their, their summer break. Yeah, they were like, oh, let's be in this this awesome... I mean, Jim Belushi's the next John Belushi, right? I mean, right? Right? No. Um, why, do, why do you think everybody loved Blues Brothers 2000? <laughs> everybody loves Belushi. That was, a, that was a sitcom, right? No, that was Raymond. Oh, okay. But there was like an Everybody Loves Belushi sitcom, wasn't there? And there was nothing ever like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second, writes Leo. Second, Chris's premise about a mashup uh, movie two episodes back got me thinking about what movie universe I would smash together. You're gonna mash it up. He's, he's gonna he's gonna mash it up. Thank you, Leo. I'm glad somebody took me up on this and and went went for it. Um, somebody else. I mean, Steve. Steve gave us the uh, the 80s. I did that cinematic. right off the like like off the cuff. Here. Yeah. This, Leo had a chance Leo had to time. write this. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, and Leo said, Leo, Leo writes, I think I have settled upon a Coen Brothers mashup movie. I like where this is going. Do you like the, you like where this is going, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I do. I do like the Coen the vehicles. Brothers Coen. Yeah, I do like their vehicles often. Okay, here is my pitch. Right? Although there's an occasional uh, occasional dudski in there. Mm. What would you call a Coen dudski? Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I've only seen Barton Fink once. Okay. And what about that one with Josh Brolin? Was that one? It was recent. Was that one good? I it, it I looked, don't know. I don't. I don't think I saw it. Okay. Um. They they had one that came out recently as well that I, I completely missed too. Yeah. Because like, the thing about Coen Brothers movies mm. is they're often like uh, critically acclaimed or like right. the, there's a lot of like buzz in in, in people that enjoy film, mm-hmm. but <laughs> they they don't usually have a, a, a an incredibly wide theatrical release. It may, mm-hmm. Like one of my favorites is Lebowski. Yeah. Uh, I th- I don't think it made it more than one or two weeks in in the regular theater. I had to see right. it at the two dollar theater. Yeah. Up in Nashua back back when that was still a thing that was open. <laughs> now it's a bank. Oh, is it? Right next to an IHOP. Or it's a Quiznos. I don't even know okay. what the fuck it is. Oh. It used to be an IHOP. Yeah. And I remember Sad. I remember Dan used to uh used to read in like the entire menu like description for each mm-hmm. item that he wanted to order. <laughs> he, he would love I think he would, he would he would intentionally pick things that had the word slathered in there. <laughs> and he would say that to the wait to, yes. to, to the wait person? Yeah. Okay. It was it was a woman, typically. Okay. Oh, that Dan. <laughs> um, all right. So Leo writes, uh, I think I have settled upon a Coen Brothers mashup movie. Here's my pitch. Following the events of The Big Lebowski, the dude and Walter are charged with, ta- charged with the task of notifying Donnie's next of kin about his death. They find out that his only surviving relative is a shady identical twin who is living in Minnesota named Carl. Before he meets the business end of a wood chipper in Fargo. You want to take care of this right here in Brainerd? <laughs> Carl introduces the dude and Walter to his partner in crime, Greer, the big guy from Fargo. They And they get caught up in a get-rich-quick scheme that involves stealing a sealed briefcase from a local gangster. 
The gangster, understandably perturbed, calls out the captive, bolt-wielding Anton from No Country for Old Men to exact revenge. Debauchery, double-crossing ensue, and random spectators have their fates decided on coin tosses. Finally, the whole movie comes down to a scene on a cliff by the ocean, same one they scattered Donnie's ashes on in Lebowski, with all parties trying to pull the briefcase away from the others. Finally, the briefcase opens to reveal the object they have been after the whole time. Which was Marcellus Wallace's soul. (laughs) No, Steve. It was the original recording of The Man of Constant Sorrow from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? They all watch helplessly as the recording tumbles into the ocean, never to be heard again, and fade to black. Right, Leo writes, I think this needs a screenplay. Chris, I'm looking at you. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah. I, I, think, I think if it were not um, uh, running all over their copyrights uh, and, and not being fair use, I would do it in a heartbeat. That sounds like a pretty damn good screenplay. Well, I mean, you could you could write it and then send it to them, and then they could say this is never getting made, and then then that's <laughs> the then end of it. The, but what's the point if it's? I mean, never people getting write made? fan fiction all the time. I don't. I, yeah, people, people, writers, quote unquote, write fanfic. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm being an asshole. Uh, lots of my students love writing fan fiction, or they got started in writing by writing fan fiction. I think that's really interesting. Not to get away from Leo's email, but. A lot of fan fiction is is um, gets a lot of flack, I think, in the in the more serious writing community. But there was this book that I I had on my shelf for a little while that I never read, um, but I think about often, uh, which was all about how artists in the in the olden days learned by copying other artists. And so, and then that fell out of fashion because everyone wants to be original and everyone wants to just, you know, not have any influences and, and all that shit. Well, the trick is, like, nowadays, it's impossible to not have any influences. Right. Because, like, they're, like... It's they're, always been impossible to have any influence or, or not have any influence. Well, that and, and well, like, the more time passes, the more art or the more, like, film, the more, like, novels, the more whatever... Mm-hmm. Like happen and and you can't you can't go and live in this world and not experience some of those things right. if not a lot of them especially if you're really interested in one of those mediums so it's impossible it's even more impossible to not have like a crazy amount of like ideas in your head yeah. that are sort of swirling around in there that could be an amalgam of like a bunch of somebody else's ideas right I mean. The the thing that the thing that I try to try to tell the students is that yes, all the stories that that exist have already been told, but they haven't been told by you. You are the the deciding factor here. Yeah, right? Tell the Star Wars story. Tell the Star Wars story the way that you would tell it. Tell the Coen Brothers story the way that you would tell it. You know, shit like that. And that's what fan fiction teaches them to do. And so, actually, I think we should be happy that these kids today, these kids, these today, kids today, these goddamn these like goddamn zillennials, post millennial, um, they just are gotta write their fan fiction. They gotta have Shaggy fucking Scooby, um, of all the things. I, it was the first thing that came to my head. I'm sorry. Why is he fucking the dog? Why can't the dog fuck him? Because I think the dog might kill him. I mean, Shaggy. Shaggy is a is a is a slight uh, svelte. Svelte. He, he's a he's a he's a thin dude. He's a tall thin dude. He's a tall thin dude. He looks like he's not particularly well put together. I think if you had him bend over for a Great Dane, I think the Great Dane would would fucking bloody. I think it would it would. 
It just it would not go this well. This got really for... fucking dark. <laughs> you asked me. I didn't why say couldn't it, why couldn't it be the dog fucking him? I'm telling you because then it gets really dark. I think the You put a couple oven mitts on the dog. <laughs> You put an oven mitt on the dog's cock? No, I mean, on his fucking paws so he doesn't dig in. No, but that, I don't think that's the problem. I think the dog's got... I think the dog has a really long uh, lipstick, and if that goes into Shaggy's... I I, don't, um, I, I imagine a larger dog like a Great, great Dane mm-hmm. would have a, a larger penis than like maybe like a, a fucking pug. Yeah. But... I don't think it's that much larger that it would be larger than a human dick. Okay. All right. Well, d- d- uh, dog and dogs are, no, it's cats that have like the barbed wire cocks, right? Yeah. Something so like you wouldn't get, want to get fucked by a cat. You wouldn't want to get fucked by a cat. <laughs> you don't come here to hunt, do you? Do I have to drink for that? I don't know. That was a fucking, like, <laughs> pun- that, that was the punchline to a joke that I told you before. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember the. I don't remember the rest. You're of gonna it. have to listen to all the episodes okay. again. Oh, 191 <laughs> episodes. Before figure this. figure out which uh, episode I told that joke. Figure it out. Um. <sighs> but yeah, so I, I didn't win. You pinball. didn't. You didn't win. Would you? Would you go see that that movie that, that Leo is suggesting? Sure. You would? Ah, uh, Steve, that sounds disingenuous. I mean, not disingenuous. That sounds like you're being facetious. Like you, I mean, you, it, you it, don't it, mean it. I mean. Like any sort of mashup of of worlds, mm. it, it sort of like breaks the realm of all of them mm-hmm. and makes them all kind of like, oh no. So you don't. Like, so I, I don't you... like even the things that I was saying. Okay. So like the whole the whole premise, I think, is 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 faulty. Okay. So you don't even like. Uh, so you you don't like the Avengers then. You think you think that sort of thing? No, no, no. Because that is all things that all are are, okay. are based on things that actually happened in the comics. Okay, all right, all right. and not like I get like it. something that because like we were mixing up movies. We, yes, we were mixing up Ghostbusters and Pee Wee and. Uh, I mean, if if you watch uh, Fargo the the series, mm-hmm. there are like nods to. Um, to other Cohen brothers, yeah. because like I, I think they're producers, but they're not they're not directing, and no, uh, right. I, I don't think they wrote it, but I think they were they were sort of supervising the production and, and producing and whatnot. Yeah. Um. But uh, they're like you know I like I think there's one or two episodes or there's an episode where they're at a place and there's like a big sign up white Russians for like a, however many like a drink special or and I'm like you know you could you could see little nods like that in in that series which right. I, that, those are the kind of things that I like but if like you're actually going to have the dude and Walter just hanging out in Fargo hmm. and then all of a sudden crazy other shit happens I'm like it's funny. It's I, it's it's yeah. an amusing concept, but I right. would like you know I'd see the movie and I'd kind of just be kind of perturbed the entire way through. Okay, right. just like that I'd see the the Pee Wee Ghostbusters to the future, mm-hmm. and I'd I'd be annoyed as well. Yeah, <laughs> because so, all three of those movies are great, but right. mush them together, I'm, and so they're probably you, not great. I'm guessing you have no desire to go see Ready Player One. Then I just watched the half in the bag for it, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> they asked the question and I think it's it's it, like if I go to see it then maybe I can figure this out mm. but they like they they're not sure who this the or who that movie is for right that's fair I, because I, like it like the, the the references and the nostalgia of it are all like like 1980s stuff yeah. mm-hmm. which would be something for our generation I suppose right um but 
the movie itself feels like it's for kids. It's for, it's for, for like a teenager people. or something like that. Yeah. And and how much how much do like I'm, I, I doubt a bunch of uh, teenagers listen to this podcast, but mm. if they do, um, like is eighties nostalgia something that they're interested in? <laughs> I don't, I, not, I don't think actively. I mean, I think they like a lot of music that calls back to the 80s. Uh, I mean, my, my kids do it. Because there's a lot um, of stuff that, like, I mean, like Stranger Things mm-hmm. and, like, a lot of, like, yeah, med- media they, at this time is, is right. sort of hearkening back. Yeah. And it's weird that they're doing, like, the 80s again. Because I remember yeah. they they seem to already have, like, in, like, the the early part of the aughts. Yeah. There was, there was some 80. Yeah. I mean, usually it's, it's like, you know usually it's, it's a 20 it's year cycle. It's because the nineties were so fucking boring that they're just like, you know what? We're just going to keep going back to the eighties. We just need we to get another decade. That's worth, uh, canonizing. We need to watch. I love the eighties or, and 90 and I love the nineties again. And then yeah. figure out, figure out what our, what our night. Well, I mean, there's that show, uh, on Netflix. Everything sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like around the time where I was a senior in high school. So, yeah. It started off a little bit too, uh, too like here's me yeah. drinking surge and blah blah blah. Yeah. But it eventually like oh yeah, like, I, 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 we never followed up on that because do you you did end up watching the rest of it? Yeah, we watched all of it, and, yeah. and it, it 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 got better after that initial like yeah. Hey, we're in the nineties. Hey, here's slap bracelets. No, they didn't have that. Oh okay. But everybody knows that you know the 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 terrible uh, drama drama the drama everybody knows. I'm just gonna let you do it. (laughs) Sorry, finish and then I can then I can get us the hell out of here. Good. Um, (laughs) The drama the drama kid bullies. You know everybody Mm. knows that those that's a thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh yeah. The drama kids at our school were so uh, were, were like were kicking my ass all the time. Were they? You can find the show notes for this episode at clarkwoods.com slash hot slash 192. I don't want to talk about it, Steve. They, oh, they no. so mean to me. Bad memories. Bad memories. Uh, no. <laughs> the drama kids were like the first group outside of my brother's friends to actually embrace me. <laughs> the drama kids. All you guys were like cool to me or generally cool to me. I mean, um, how could I not be? You gave me rights. <laughs> um, and then finally, like my senior year of high school, I like met all the drama people and they were they were nice to me oh isn't that just great yeah so i i i i could not say that the drama drama bullies were a thing i never had a a distinct click i mean i did no i didn't either i did the tv stuff the last like senior year but like other than that like i didn't have like a, a a nerd crew aside from you know my my group of friends right you know i mean we had the new sweethearts which was you know an amazing band, an amazingly, rest, rest in peace. amazingly shitting, shitty band. <laughs> All right, let's finish the plugs. Um, uh, the hot Clarkwoods.com. No, Clarkwoods.com slash hot slash one nine two. Right, which is where the episode is residing. That's where the episode resides. Uh, there probably aren't any show notes, but you can go there anyway, just just in case. Um, or or. I'm so fucked up now. Um, <laughs> Hot at Clarkwoods.com. You can email us. Yeah. Or you can tweet us. I'm at ECC1977. And I'm at Tuesday is loser. That's Tuesday. I-S loser. All one word. So when's the next time you you you, uh, you only need one ball? Uh, sometime in May. <laughs>